Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro. I'm your scaredy cat host, Antoinette, and I love a good ghost story. In this episode, we're talking to Gabby Padilla. Gabby is a theater and film actress, and you may know her from films like Dead Kids and Billy and Emma. Fun fact, she also knows Joni, who, if you recall, told us about the super creepy witch that lives in the Baleta tree down her street. Anyway, welcome to the show, Gabby. Thanks for coming on. Of course, thank you for having me. How have you been? I've been good. How are you? Good, good. Busy. Thanks for finding the time. It's almost Halloween. So I'm very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So getting right into it, what started your interest in stuff like this? Um, What's like your earliest memory or, you know, what got you into horror, creepy things? Um, I don't know if it was like a singular moment. Um, I've always just found like that rush and adrenaline you get from watching a horror film um, Mm -hmm. or telling ghost stories. Like, I I love it. I love that rush that you get. Um, I also remember growing up reading the Philippine ghost stories books, the ones that you buy to grocery. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That was my childhood. And also Goosebumps. The Goosebumps book. Love it. Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was something that I just naturally gravitated to, I guess. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. yeah, I just really found them interesting and fun. So, like those, um, did you ever do like those choose your own adventure Goosebump books? Yes, I did. I did. Oh, I loved it. And like, <laughs> I'd bring them to school, and then like teachers would get mad at me for reading in class. <laughs> oh, fun times. Did you also like those, like, I knew this was around the time that Sabrina the Teenage Witch was kind of big. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you Sabrina like all the, of that stuff too? Sabrina the cartoon and the live action one, right? Yes. 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 And Adam's I super love that dude growing up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yes. I used to like wanna wanna just like for a time, Wednesday Adams by Christina Ricci was like a life bag. Yes. But now I feel like I've graduated to I just want to be like Morticia Adams and just have a Gomez <laughs> of my own, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think that, tran- that translated also into my adult life. Because in, mm-hmm. well, not now during the pandemic, before the pandemic, I was big on Halloween. So I would really like make such a big effort to uh, make a costume and everything. And I would go yeah. really, really extra. Like you can ask Joni, the last time we were out together for Halloween, I think I dressed up as Amy Dunn from Gone Girl. So yes. I was like drenched in fake blood and no one would dance with me that entire <laughs> night because they were scared that they would get the fake blood on them. It's just the price Wait, the you pay for a bomb costume. When she came home to Ben Affleck? Yes. That, uh-huh. that <laughs> so would would you say that that was your best Halloween costume? It was. It was. I feel like it was. Uh, what comes to a close second? This probably my Isma and Kronk costume with my boyfriend. Then um, I was oh Isma with the uh, feathers and everything. body paint but I felt like that was. I learned my lesson from the Amy Dunn one, <laughs> and I wanted to dance with people. So I was like, okay, maybe not this time. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good that's so good I'm so sad that we won't be able to start I mean we can still dress up this year but it's just it's not it's as more fun, fun when you go out yeah. after Mm-mm. I mean don't get me like okay the last time I went out for Halloween 2019 obviously mm-hmm. <laughs> so long ago 
I, I dressed up. It took me like two hours to dress up. And then I went to Poblacion. Uh-huh. And it was just so many people. I stayed literally 30 minutes and then went and go, <laughs> went to find a place to eat. Oh, no. It's like a lot of So many of the children making kalat. Who did you mm. go as? I think I went as a Hogwarts Ravenclaw student. Cute. Oh, wait. Cute. No, that, that's not the one that took me two hours though. Um, the one that took me two hours was I went as Sadness from Inside Out. So yeah. Oh my god. That's so cute. I totally understand the body paint issue that you had. Because I was like, I had, so I painted myself blue pair of shampoo. I She wears like a white sweater, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So shampoo, I, I don't paint my whole body. I just paint like what's outside of the sweater yeah. and like my neck. At uh-huh. the end of the night, I take the sweater off, which is white. And it's all blue inside now. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, but sadness this one you're, so cute. You should show me it's a super, photo And it's that. super easy. Okay, I will, I will. But it's like, <laughs> it's super easy to do because you paint yourself blue. You get like a short blue wig from like a cheap costume store. Uh. <laughs> and then you just wear a white sweater, leggings, and flats. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but then also, the night itself, I was walking around it's not a sweater. And you're sweating <laughs> blue paint. Oh no. I'm sweating blue paint. <laughs> Good times though. <laughs> I want to go out this Halloween. But I can't. But we, but we can't. Yeah. We shouldn't. It's too, it's too scary. It's too scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a, not a very good segue from like great Halloween costumes. But in the spirit of Halloween, mm-hmm. do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely. Yeah. I believe Why? in like, I don't know. I just feel like it would be so unimaginative of us to think that we're the only ones here. <laughs> I feel right, like there right, has right. to be another realm that we can't even grasp. And if we're if we're privileged enough to see them from time to time, I think that's pretty cool. Like aliens, ghosts, all of them. Yeah, I totally believe in that shit. Awesome. And I, I totally <laughs> agree with your, your point of view that we can't possibly like know the end all and be all of everything. Like, exactly. No, I'm not sure about feeling privileged to see them. <laughs> um, but I think that one's unique to your side of the conversation. Uh, if I see them, I'll just be like, no, thank you, no, thank you, no, thank you, no, thank you. I guess what, but, okay. I, when I say privileged, I'm, I'm thinking of like these glamorous, like period ghosts oh. who are in costume and everything. But yeah, if I saw someone with their head off, I would not feel privileged at all. So yeah, I will retract <laughs> <Right>? on that. <laughs> right? Okay. So when was the first time you had a creepy thing happen to you? Or like the first time you actually like saw something? Because you said you see them sometimes. You know, I'm pretty manhid when it comes to stuff like that. Like, okay. my encounters with the supernatural are pretty minimal. It's usually when I'm with other people who can see them. Um, oh. One of the clearest moments where I had that experience was, I think, in college. I went to AC and I lived mm-hmm. in the dorm and it was pretty old. AC is a pretty old school. Mm-hmm. And I remember leaving my room for my first class and saying goodbye to my roommate. And she was seated mm-hmm. across my bed. Because the way our rooms are laid out, it's bed and then there's a desk and then there's another bed after the desk. So we're covered with our desks against each other. Mm-hmm. And I remember I stood up 
peeked and then I saw that my roommate was still there. So I was like, oh, Mikey, bye. I'll, I'll go na. And then mm-hmm. later in the day, parang na-mention niya the casually na parang, I wasn't here this morning. I had class. I was out of here before you were up. So, but you, what did you see? I saw a head of the girl, a head, a head of hair. She was facing down her desk. And then when I looked back, oh, but she was sitting up. In. Yeah, she was sitting on her desk. And um, she didn't look up. She didn't acknowledge me. But I, well, yeah, I just assumed that, you know, I was in a rush to leave the room. So I wasn't waiting for an acknowledgement either. And then, yeah. And so when she told me, I was like, oh, <laughs> a doppelganger maybe? I don't know. But it was pretty, I, I, I'm super sure. I'm super sure I saw someone in her desk. And you don't sit in anyone else's desk. You know, you have your own yeah. desk. So it wouldn't have been another roommate. So, but did it look like it was shaped like her, like her style yeah, hair or her like whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the closest uh, I've gotten. Look up in the, in the, she didn't even look up. Or so. move. Yeah. Or was move. she moving? No. She was. No, moving? she was sitting as if she was like reading something. So she. So my view, kasi, was I was on top of my desk to kind of okay. look over it. It's like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go now. Bye. So my okay. view was the top of her head, and she was just like, right, this. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was the earliest or the creepiest thing that's happened to you. That was just the most, um, the most experience I've had with anything like that. Mm-hmm. Again, hindi ako mm-hmm. lapit in the ghosts, and I, I, and I, and I love it. I mean, I'd love to keep it that way. <laughs> But um, that was the first time I think that I really like firsthand experienced it. Hello. And then every anything ever happened to you? So that was your room, right? I assume you don't change yeah, rooms a lot. Room. We change every semester. And apparently oh. a lot of... I stayed in this one room twice. So two semesters. And um, I would change roommates. As you change rooms, mm-hmm. you change roommates. And consistently we would have one roommate who could see something and it was always the okay. same thing that they would see. Which was? It was always this tall man who would stand over your bed and just stare at you. And it was always what? this one bed. Yeah. This is in the AC dorm. And this comes from multiple people who don't know each other. Huh? So, as in, they all see the same thing. It's a tall man who looks down on you as you're on your bed. So you wake up sometimes in the middle of the night and there's just big man looking down at you. And that's and all he does. He's just like looking and staring. Yeah, he's just there. Yeah. And then eventually they cover themselves with their blankets. They close their eyes and then they try to just fall asleep. And I remember for a semester, I was in that exact same spot. Because you have four spots in a room, mm-hmm. in that room. And I was there for like a whole sem and I never woke up to that. So I guess I'm lucky. I'm, I'm really happy for you. <laughs> Maybe you're just a really heavy sleeper and you should thank our lucky stars for that. Yeah, Sleep wins is, every time. <laughs> okay. And then like what other things? Like, so you said that kind of every time you're in a room, there's one person who can like see stuff. What are the other things mm-hmm. that you've heard of? Just um, kids running along the hallway, stuff like that. But it's mostly that guy, that man. And it's an all-girls dorm, eh? so there, there is no explanation for it. It can't be anyone who just walks in there. It's, I don't know. And, I would all, and they always say he's tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have visitors come in, so. So those are your memories. 
in college in your in your school dorms. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like just every school has um, running disembodied children's voices, right? Especially um, Catholic schools with nuns. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Oh gosh. So you guys had nuns too, right? Mm-hmm. Do you have like creepy nun stories too? Because yeah, like where Joni and I went to school, there's just a just a lot of. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yeah, we had a few, but uh, these are all stories from like security girl, security guards who would walk around the grounds at night, and they would find mm-hmm. um, the sister who says she was lost. So mm-hmm. the guard, not knowing, nah, I mean, not suspecting anything, was like, "Okay, sister, yeah. I'll bring you back to because they live in the campus." And apparently, she had passed yeah. away earlier that night. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh, wow. That's kind yeah. of heartbreaking though. Yeah. So hopefully... Incredibly creepy, bring, but also like yeah. sad. Yeah. So hopefully him bringing her back home was a good thing. Helped her transition. I, think, I, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> but before sort of college, do you remember st- like anything creepy happening to you or things or something that sort of... That, hey, that's pretty weird. Um, You know what? Like sort of growing I up, maybe. Have any, I didn't have any horror stories firsthand. But um, mm-hmm. when we talked about doing this podcast, what I remembered was a ghost story my sister told me instead when I was oh. in high school. And it really okay. stuck with me because it was just so creepy. And it was also so cool because it was so telling of the kind of superstitions we have back in the province. Because I come from Iloilo. Mm-hmm. Can I share it with you? Yes, absolutely, please. So, um, my sister, <laughs> so my sister was a nursing student in college, and mm-hmm. they would go to the outskirts of Iloilo for for duty. And yeah. um, there was this one time where they were down to their last few scrubs, and they just needed one more. Um, they just needed to deliver one more child. Basically, because I don't know how it mm. works, but you have a list of things that you need to do mm-hmm. while you're at the hospital, and mm. they just need to deliver one more. And walado talaga, and the head nurse was telling them what we usually do is we go to the nursery, we ask this being who's there for a favor, and we ask them for another child. So that's their superstition. The nurses go to the nursery, pray or talk to the being in, there in that room and ask them for yeah, a favor, a child. But what you have to do in exchange is dapat may alay ka or you give them something, candles, food, or something. So they were all kind of scared to do it. So they never got around to doing it. And then they were getting desperate now because no one was coming in for, no pregnant women were coming in. So and this is like a, a quota of, thing. That they have to meet. Yeah, it's a quota thing. Ah, yeah, okay. before they graduate. Um, mm. So uh, um, one of their groupmates said, you know what? I'll just do it. So she was brave enough to do it. She went in and she was like, okay, I did it. Mm. I, I asked them for a favor. Mm-hmm. And shortly after, she wasn't exaggerating. And my sister is not the type to exaggerate. Mm. And she doesn't even believe in things mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. But shortly after, a woman came in. And she wasn't like, it wasn't even for labor. Like she was ready to, just the, the kid was ready to come out. Talaga. So it wasn't even for labor. So like, that here happened. You go. And then, yeah, that happened. And so they did the procedure. The baby came out. Everything was fine. 
And then they were started fixing up now. And then the head nurse was like, so you, so you did it. So you asked for a favor. And they were like, yeah. Did you give them anything in return? Uh-huh. And then they forgot pala about that detail. The group made them. What does so that the mean? So the head nurse was like, oh, that's not going to be good. And then suddenly though, like suddenly there were like, there was banging sounds from the other room, clattering. As in, dabog talaga. Nagdadabog yung multo or whatever the being was. As in, crashing down all of their um, instruments and everything. And then when they went in the room, true enough, as in talaga, it was a mess. Oh my God. And the windows were closed. It couldn't have been the wind. There were no people. As in, it, the spirit was upset. Someone was upset. <laughs> so the head nurse eventually fixed it. I think she lit a candle or something. And yeah. Eventually. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, so to be fair, fair it was your sister's colleague's fault for not holding yeah. up her end of the bargain. <laughs> That's so interesting. But, yeah, but interesting, right? How how the farther you get away from the city, like the superstitions are more specific and spooky and <laughs> yeah. No, but like I really think it's because like the farther you are from the city, the more people believe in like specific mm-hmm. superstitions. And I really feel mm-hmm. like the more people believe in like a certain thing, the more energy goes towards it or yeah, like the more energy exactly. like, goes into feeding it. So let's say it's yeah, not... Yeah, it becomes this kind of like tradition. It becomes right. this systemic tradition, yeah. Yeah, so like, I mean, even if on the off chance this isn't mumu <laughs> or, you Mm-mm. know, whatever. It's just like, it's such a... It's kind of like how, you know, in sci-fi movies or like sci-fi things that sometimes people are like, oh... People don't believe in the old gods anymore, so they're losing power. I feel like yeah. it's kind of like that even with superstitions. Like the more power or like energy you put towards it, the more like true it becomes. If that makes sense. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're all just energies, right? Attracting, right. repelling. Yeah, I totally agree. And especially from where I come from, it's just normal to have... I mean, not where I grew up, but like close to Iloilo. Like there's this place called Capis, which is like Aswang oh, Central. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I have friends who have rumored Aswang neighbors who circle their houses because their aunts are pregnant and the Aswang wants the baby. Stuff like that. Like these are the things that I grew up hearing. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like they're like, oh yeah, um, my dad or my un- uncle is going to stay up all night because we started hearing tick tick mm-hmm. sounds. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, so creepy. I think we we did go to Capiz once, like family trip. And then mm-hmm. I think it was sort of like a, not so much a tour, but Chemper when we got there, people were like welcoming us and stuff and it was nice. Mm-hmm. I remember we went to a witch doctor or herbolario mm-hmm. to his house and yeah. then he was like our guide he was like oh does anyone want to get like a checkup and then the herbolario goes uh, so my dad actually volunteers for this and so he he goes up to the herbolario and he sits down and the herbolario takes this sort of you, uh, you know like a water normal water bottle but sort of cut mm-hmm. in half so it turns into like a small cup 
and he takes okay. a straw mm-hmm. and it's really it's just water in it and then he puts a bunch of stones and then he blows into the cup and it bubbles and the water starts turning black and even the bubbles are black so it starts turning black as if it's like it's really dirty it's like it's like if you mixed really dark mud mm-hmm. it's not even brown mud it's like it's like it's like filthy water parang paint water brush no no not even it's like it's like mucky like muddy black water so you're like whoa what's happening and then the arbolario goes to my mom who is literally a medical doctor goes mayami hong sakit yung mister nyo no ah mukhang merong uh, uh, problema sa puso and he, he we didn't tell him anything yeah uh, and he was just like usually when that when it turns that dark it means there are problems mm-hmm. like it kind of mimics how your body's doing mm-hmm. so you're like yeah yeah that's pretty accurate mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean honestly I don't I don't know what made the water turn black like that muddy black but it was pretty creepy yeah. I don't know if it was like for effect or <laughs> How something. How was it really just like? How do you respond to it? I mean, I don't know because that's the weird thing. My dad is also from. It's he's from Mindanao, and like mm. superstitiousness is also pretty big over there. So he believes in these things, but also at the same time, he's like super religious. Mm. So I don't know. Like he, I mean, we weren't rude. Like he wasn't rude to the arbolario, man. He was just like nodding and like ganon ba? Okay, okay. I just like respectfully listening and I guess like in for the experience. I'm not sure it, if it was like his first experience either because you know living in the province. I'm sure once like at one point your parents or somebody in your family is called an arbolario. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, but it like for me that was the first time that that happened, and I'm not actually sure if it was Capiz or Sikihor. Mm, yeah, Sikihor is kind of known for that too. Yeah, maybe Sikihor. My mom does have. I think ah uh, right, it was Sikihor. My mom has a different ghost story in Capiz naman, mm-hmm. and she. I think it was like a doctor's conference, and they were like in a resort. Mm-hmm. In the resort, it's not like one building. It's like a, a compound. And then the rooms are like in a U. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a courtyard in the middle. So each room is like, has its own door. Mm-hmm. And then when she got to the room, she was telling us that it was a twin bed situation. And the decor of the room was dolls. Dolls? Oh, no. Dolls. No, no, no. And they were like... <laughs> <laughs> they were like these, they were these beautiful porcelain dolls, uh, but like the lifelike ones. Yeah. Okay. And they're just like in display cabinets, like looking at you as you sleep. She should have left. <laughs> so she would, <laughs> ends for a conference and, and you know, like you're with other doctors. Oh, so it, it wouldn't look very professional <laughs> if you like started complaining about that, I guess, <laughs> as people of science. <laughs> And so, okay, fine. So what she did was, I think, and it was a twin bed. Pa. So she put all her garment on one bed. And she tried to pick a bed and face away from the dolls. And then, this, yeah. this was a really long time ago. So TVs in the room, not very common. You know? And in the middle of the night, someone starts knocking on her door. like, okay. And it's pretty late. Huh? Like maybe after midnight or okay. so. Knocking on her door. Eh, wala pang peephole. Mm-hmm. So, my mom naman, very, like, since she's a doctor, 
She has she has her wits about her, even in high stress situations. So someone's knocking on her mm. door, like, hey, of hey, course. hey. And she doesn't mm. open it, man. She goes, CDN. And then nobody nobody's answering. And just like she keeps getting answered by like more knocks. CDN. Anong gusto mo? And then nobody's answering. And it keeps knocking. And then I think she got, parang she decided to think that baka naman it was like someone playing a prank or something. And she just goes, mm-hmm. ka na, hindi yung ginagawa mo. And so it stopped. Like, nag-halit siya and like, I guess her, her doctor mm-hmm. voice getting mad at people. And so it mm-hmm. stopped. She went back mm-hmm. to sleep in her doll-filled room. And in the next morning, she goes and talks to the other people like, hey, was someone like playing a prank on you and trying to like knock on your door? And then her nor- her doorknob was like twisting pa. Like someone was trying to open it. Oh, God. So parang she asked other people. And then para I think, I'm not sure if somebody said that also happened to them. Pero hindi nilang nila pinansin. And then she asked the, I think maybe the resort owner. Or like the manager. Hey, this mm. happened to me. Is there a security issue? And they're like, Hindi mm. po doc, ganyan lang po talaga dito. Paminsan paggabi. Uh, meron hong umiikot na hindi namin alam. <laughs> just like, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Stressful. Yeah, so, stressful. I don't know. I, oh, we my, don't know what it was. No. no. But okay. No talaga eh. <laughs> oh yeah. That reminds me of, but, sorry, go mm-hmm. ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, because that reminds me of like traveling for now, especially with the pandemic, but we have to travel for work more. Like we have to stay over like lock-in shoots and stay in hotels mm-hmm. and, and different accommodations. And for one of the stuff that I worked on recently, we had to stay in this like really, it's really pretty, but um, mm-hmm. it's so, it's such a green property. Like you're surrounded with trees and everything. So you know that it's, there's just, something bound to be there like other creatures and <laughs> beings and things and we had to stay there for like a month and so wow. in the middle of the night we would hear noises and it's this is this really creaky house so you would hear people upstairs stuff like that um so it didn't really wow. bother me so much but it was on the last day of lock-in when one of our um cast members um woke up to someone going hoy as in to their face. What? Yeah. To their face. It's good. Lapit sa mukha. Hoy! Tapos pagising niya, walang tao. Walang tao. And someone from another room, like, I don't know if it was in the same house because we were in like different houses, um, yeah. woke up to the same exact thing. To to that person, the other person who woke up to the same exact thing, also someone screaming hoy to their face. Yeah. So both of them had the same exact experience. But again, no one was in the room. The, the doors were locked. And they had roommates who did not hear anything at all. So weird. weird yeah. So yun lang. Hassle lang when you have to travel for work and you have no choice but to stay in these places. <laughs> and you're just like, oh God. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I, I recently had to travel for work also. And we're it, it's too illegal, and I'm I'm really like lucky that the company has their own guest house. But since it's a okay. guest house, it's two to a room, so the rooms okay. are built twin sharing. And since I'm a girl, I usually get my own room, 
Tess, it's due to a room and it's like really old furnishings. Okay. So I kind of did the same thing as my mom. I put all of my stuff on one bed just to <laughs> fill it up. And then like on each chair, there's like a different article of clothing just to like fill it up. And then the whole time, I just plugged my hard drive into the TV and like was like playing cartoons. Yeah. The whole, oh, the whole night. Just to, like, then, no? Yeah. Just the, the light in the bathroom is on the whole night. Yeah. And the light in the main area. Just so, you know, there aren't any surprises. Yeah. Anyway. I feel bad for people who just who have these experiences so regularly. Like, I don't... I can't live... I can't live in fear like that. Like, not knowing if I'm gonna see something I don't want to see any moment. It's interesting, though. For these people who do see them, like, on the reg... Mm-hmm. From what I understand, they don't live in fear about it. They're just like, yeah. oh, here it is again. Here we go again. They're yeah. just, like most of them are just, it's 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 a part of life. It's a part of my life. So there's <laughs> nothing I can yeah. do. And it's just like the most normal thing for them. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Last question. Okay. Anything strange happened to you these days? You know, pandemic time, everything's weird. So I guess everything's strange. But in the supernatural way. In the supernatural way? Fortunately, no. I just came back from a lock-in shoot and I had to stay in a room by myself. And Mm -hmm. we're not allowed to have um, other people inside the room. So Mm -hmm. mostly just there by myself. And then on the last day, we had to get our makeup done in our own rooms. Because... Because of location issues and everything. So my makeup artist comes in. And later on that night, she's like, you know, I really felt like a weird vibe in your room. (laughs) I'm so glad you told me this on our last night where we had to go home the next morning because I wouldn't have been able to just... You know when an intru- when an idea is introduced to you now, you start thinking that you see and hear things. But I guess it just goes to show that I'm really just manhid. My gosh, it's like it festers. Oh, oh diba? And just really my head because apparently um, down the hall and in other rooms, they had like multiple sightings and multiple experiences in that same hotel oh. and I had none. So so no, I've had Good none for you, girl, any though. weird experiences, but a lot of people <laughs> around me have. So <laughs> the, what, were, what were the things that were happening to other people though? Like they could hear voices or they could hear... It was almost as if someone was speaking right into their ear while they were asleep. Hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hmm. I know. Yun. And that's the same person who told me that she felt something off about my room. So she really, nakakaramdam siya. And yun, I didn't even ask her to specify anymore. I was like, yep, okay, not having this conversation. Because we might have to <laughs> come like, back. we're gonna stop there. Yeah. But um, yeah, good to know that um, I didn't have that same vibe when I came in. So, yun. <laughs> Wait, was this in Manila? Yes, it was in Manila area mismo. Oh, like, yeah. you it was know, like the in old an old Manila. building in Manila. Turned into a hotel dorm kind of thing. So it was pretty old, the building. And it looks like a mm-hmm. dorm talaga. Old right. So yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> you know, that's so interesting because one of my early guests, like first season guests, she was, she's, the way she described herself is actually a negative space for Mu. Like they can't see her which bothers them. Mm-hmm. And she can't see them at all. And she's just like, 
the way they perceive her is just like a void. And that means that while she can't see them, a lot of things happen around her because they're so interested in what's this void I can't figure out. And it's her. So so what happens? Well, like she doesn't feel anything. She doesn't experience anything. But every like sometimes people who see things see it happening around her. And she's just like Wapakel's <gasps> chilling. There's oh. something going on around her. <laughs> she's just like, hey, what's that up? That is so strange. That is so strange. It's super strange. It was the first time I've heard of anything like yeah, it. And it's super too. interesting. Oh, that's so cool. That's so and cool. And so parang, Last story, but um, the, one of the thing, one of the stories that she told me when she came on was that in her former office in Mahati, mm-hmm. there's like this, you know, old Mahati offices, like you know the drill. Sometimes there's like a yeah. old, there's like a, a lady or whatever walking around, mm-hmm. and then I think she was either working late or working early, mm-hmm. and both both times are creepy in like old Mahati office buildings, <laughs> and she's just like hunched down, like doing her thing. And then somebody comes in, sees her, sees what's with her, and then just slowly inches away because just doesn't want to be there. And then just like waits for more people to arrive before like coming back into the office space. And then so she had like no idea what was happening. She was just working. Later on in the day, they like see each other, maybe lunch or something. She was like, Rin, alam mo ba yung, um, kasama ka ba kanina? And then she was like, wala. Office. It was nice and quiet. I could do my thing. That's why parang, mm. she was chill. And she's like, so, yung babaeng may mahabang books na nakatayo sa likod mo, hindi mo nakikita. And then she's like, no, I don't feel anything. Wala namang tao. Ta- Atang walang tao kanina. And then she was just like, ah, when was that? <laughs> oh my God. And but it was like standing behind her. Parang it's almost like if you imagine a person like standing behind mm. you looking at your work. Mm-hmm. Parang ganun, like interested in what she was doing. Pero parang the person who saw it, who saw the site was like, this feels a bit wrong. I know. I'm oh, not God. gonna be here. <laughs> so that was that story. It's so interesting though. Like, And they're interested in being around her or doing stuff around her because she's totally one, she's manhid about it and they can't see her. So, you know, super, super cool also. How does she know that, that that's what she is to them? How does she know that they can't see her? I think someone may have explained it to her. Like someone who who can see and sort of get a sense of what these entities are feeling. Mm told her that they're very intrigued by you because they don't understand what you are. Interesting. Yeah. I I, I would want to like write a, a film about how how life would be like if you're just constantly surrounded by these entities and you're not able to get dates and like job interviews because <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so good. That'd be, that's a good spec. <laughs> Do not expect because they're all just kind of creeped out by all these like who are these people who are these things surrounding her don't like it <laughs> oh my gosh that's so cool anyway that's thank so you cool. so much for joining us Gabby is there anything you want to share with <laughs> the good people of the internet what are you up to these days aside from you know coming on ghost story podcasts <laughs> 
I would like to share that I have a musical series coming out on View. It's called Still the Musical. It's a musical about these artists who navigate the new reality of the pandemic. And it's a musical. The people behind it are the same people behind Respeto and Apocalypse Child. So it's a really awesome theme. And the first nice. preview of the episodes are coming out this November on View. So, yeah. Yay! Yay! And where can people find you? On social media, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and on my Facebook page. That's at Gabby G. Padilla. Yay! Thank Yay. you so much for coming on, Gabby. I had Thank so much you. fun. Thank you for having me. That was so fun. I might have a hard time Yay. sleeping tonight, but it was all worth <laughs> it. <laughs> Just uh, a good dose of cartoons will do the trick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. This has been Grimcast Manila with your host, Antonette. You can find more episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and everywhere you find your podcasts. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Manila or facebook.com slash Grimcast, a group for ghosts and ghouls. And also, finally, your girl has an Instagram. It's Grimcast MNL Pod, which you and we we post a lot of snippets of like episodes and upcoming episodes and also a few flashbacks into all the wonderful episodes we've had in the past. Thanks for joining us for this episode and we'll see you on the next one. Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro and is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios. Find out more about the other shows on Big Baby at itsabigbaby.com or facebook.com slash bigbabystudios. Studios.